we had a uh, a podcast masterclass, man, and uh, we're doing the podcast summit July 30th and 31st. And some of the people that decided to lock in early and be a part of the summit, we gave an opportunity to come uh, on the show because they are going to be the next voices. And uh, people that take action always take action. Right. Action takers are action takers. Right. And uh, this gentleman actually was one of the first people to take action to say, yo, I'm getting my ticket. I'm going to be in uh, I'm going to be in the the building July 30th and 31st in Miami for the podcast summit podcast summit dot com. And I I think it's it's important to note that um, action takers take action, which means after this summit, you might build a huge podcast and I could say, yo, I talked to him first. <laughs> so uh, welcome credit. to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, man. Man, good, good. So um, introduce yourself real quick and then tell me why you decided to come to the summit. So I'm Jason Draper. Um, I am originally born in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, that, that's where I was born. I grew up in Atlanta, went to high school here, went to Hampton University, um, came back here, lived in New York, lived in L.A., um, had an amazing career for like 18 years. And now I have found myself um, in this podcasting space. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just leaning into it. And obviously you you are a voice of authority in podcasting. So when the opportunity for the um, webinar came on my radar, which it, I didn't find out about it until two minutes before it started. Oh, wow. And I was like, this registration has got to be closed. <laughs> I said, well, you know what? I'm going to try anyway. I'm just going to register. It, boom. Here's the link. So I oh. logged on and that, it's kind of like the pattern of my life, always showing things happen like in their own and rightful time. So it was like perfect. They had no idea that you were going to lead up into this opportunity. Um, but when I felt like you were, I went and grabbed my debit card just so I could have it on with me just in case. Yeah. I'm like, whatever it is, I'm sold in. I'm not, you know, easily impressed. I have my own things and people that, you know, I think are amazing. But it takes a special type of person to speak to a special type of person. And I felt like you were speaking to something that was resonated in me. So wow. it was like no brainer to me. Amazing. Amazing, yeah. man. Well, I, I appreciate uh, you uh, trusting me as a podcast coach, <laughs> not even me, you know, all the other people that's going to be there. Yeah. But um, what is the name of, do you have the podcast already? I do. Okay. So my name of my podcast is Money Mayhem. So okay. it started in 2021. I went to a Bitcoin conference mm-hmm. <laughs> that a friend of mine invited me to here at the um, convention center down like by the airport. And she was just hogging me about this Bitcoin. And so I said, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on IG Live. I'm going to have you on there. And whoever logs on, you're going to talk to him about your Bitcoin so you can stop harassing me. And so <laughs> she said, good. So we'll get people on there. And then they're going to like, you're going to sign them up. I was like, okay. And I do marketing and branding as a career. Mm. So it was no brainer to me. I said, I'm going to do it on a Monday. I'm going to call it Money Mayhem. And it's going to be about the craziness of Mondays and how that's the bet that legends are made on Monday. You make your money on a Monday. That's where you get your legendary status. So I did it. It was so many people logged on for that, that they were saying, well, what time is the next one? And in my mind, I was just doing it to help my girl out. She needed mm. people to be in Bitcoin. So it became a thing. And it happened to have been August, which was National Black Business Month. Mm. And so it was kind of like this thing that culminated together because people had always told me, you should be on this. You should be on that. You should be on that. You have a voice. But I've been behind the scenes my entire career, like, you know, pushing the other folks. And it kind of like fell in my lap. Mm. And so it was like that first year was so much trepidation, man. I would get on there. People th- think I did so well. They had no idea. I was like sweating bullets. I would have like anxiety. <laughs> but I knew there was something 
greater and bigger than me because I'm a spiritual person, you know, so I know I follow something higher than me that I call God. And I knew God was telling me, this is what I need you to do to use your voice, your platform, because you are, you were made to be wealthy. You were made to be this millionaire, but you weren't ready. Now you're ready because you understand your place. You understand your voice. And there's people who are like you who need to hear what you got to say. I love it. I love it. It's called money mayhem. Good, good. All right. So um, I would definitely love to hear about your relationship with money and how, um, how you found out that you were supposed to be wealthy. So like I said, I'm a spiritual guy. So born in Memphis, I was born to in this like weird, weird paradox. So my mom and my dad were teenagers in high school. So I was born to a teenage mom. However, my grandparents kind of stepped into the surrogate. So I kind of had this rich dad, poor dad life right in my own life. So my mom and I, we had this, you know, what you would think of a teenage single mom with a kid. We had that experience. Everything you think that is, we had that. Mm. I mean, getting evicted, you name it, we had it. I remember being in college, coming home from a break, and you know, me and my mom were living in the micro hotel. Mm. And you know, oh, but then, wow. but then my on my grandparents' side, they were like upper middle class, but they lived in Memphis. Mm. So I've always had this like dichotomy with money. Like I've seen it, I've had it, but I also know what it's like to not have it. And so I became self-taught. As I began to get in my career and make money, I could make money, but I couldn't hold on to it. <laughs> it would be like this cycle, and I just got tired. I was like, okay, what is it? And so I started seeking knowledge, and it took years, like listening to folks like Bob Proctor, um, you know, Warren Buffett, like really getting into Tony Robbins, years of trying to get it right and getting it wrong. Finally, um, I would say at the end of my 30s, top of my 40s, I was like, listen, bro, talking to myself, you ain't getting no younger. <laughs> ain't nobody coming to rescue you. So either you're going to get this right or you're never going to make it. You're never going to get it. And this is your last opportunity. So I took it seriously and I started teaching myself like bit by bit budgeting, um, you know, taxes, investing. How do you save 401ks? All real, the things. Real, real quick. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. And I know some people are in a tough financial situation. Yeah. Right. So accountability Uh, what was the very first step you took towards at least trying to get a handle on yeah accountability okay taking the response accountability that everything i created i can no longer blame mom dad your my beginnings i had to take ownership and accountability of okay at some point which point do you think that it's your job it's your responsibility Mm -hmm. and that to me that came from you know surrogate mentor men in my life, other black men who weren't my father, who like would deposit along the way. So it was like, you got to be accountable. You got to be responsible. It's so much depending on you. You're not aligned. You're like messing up so much stuff because you yeah. over here being irresponsible. So be responsible, take accountability, own it, bite it, and then you can move forward. Gotcha. So accountability, it sounds like between yourself, looking in Correct. the mirror saying, Absolutely. I need, I, I need to get in a better financial position, but also coaches and mentors, right? And having a bigger dream for myself. Gotcha. Having like knowing that there's something bigger. I'm not just making this up. And you're going to have to get there and studying successful people. Like that's where like studying like the Bob Proctor's and all. I had to study success. I would read like Success Magazine. Who was the top 10 for this year? What did they do? I would like, what did Oprah do? Like, let me think. What's her story again? Mm. Like just trying to figure out where the breadcrumbs so yeah. I can imagine my big dream you know what i'm saying yeah and okay outside of uh kind of the realization and studying and reading 
what was the first action step you took towards this? Pull my credit report. Pull your credit report. To get, be okay with looking at those numbers and realizing those numbers are not me, but those numbers do affect me. And I can either be in harmony with it. Those numbers it. are kind of you, though. They are you and they're not you. You know, I, because I used to live in a way where I didn't need credit. I would use cash was my king. Like, I didn't need credit for nothing. I had everything mm. I wanted. You know what I mean? But that was back in that. That was the hand to mouth. Mm. You know, as credit is like, you don't want to use your money. You want to use their money. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to use all of your money. You want to get a better rate so you can have more in your pocket. Yeah. So dealing with that, that credit report, though. Yeah. It. Is you, I mean, so you'll see the number, yeah. right? Let's say the number is five. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Um, let's say the number is, you got a credit report, credit score of 580. Right. And on that credit, unless something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. This is showing you didn't pay this bill on time. You didn't pay this bill right. on time. You did pay this bill. You yeah. went and got this loan, right? You've, you've acquired this debt. It's a picture of you of your behavior, now, right. of where you are now. Correct. And I think what you're saying is, okay, maybe I don't want this to be me, but right. your score is you, unless there's an error. Well, I would say your, I don't subscribe to your score as you. I, mm -hmm. I do believe that it's it's your result. Yeah. It's your result in life. Sure. And sometimes you can have a low credit score just by not having having credit. For you sure. You don't necessarily have to be like a bad, you know, uh, manager of money, but also... I always like to keep myself grounded in us as people of color, black people. It's only been since 1960 something that like the whole civil rights thing happened. Yeah. Like we're like so far behind, you know, we are still, we're like, even though we have a few billionaires in our community, we're so many light years away from actually understanding what generational wealth is. So I don't yeah. even. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from Black Voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black Voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Like that term, it's kind of like we're just, if you can do the best you can, you owe it to somebody else to like teach them to do the best that they can. So that's, I feel like, you know, it's a lot of ingredients that go into being black in America. And so our credit score, (laughs) it's not us, but it's your responsibility because that's your result. Right. Let me tell you what happened to me. I was, uh, I had this one credit card (laughs) and I've had it since. Ah, goodness gracious, probably 2005. I probably had it 15 years, oh, wow. right? But I recently canceled it because I didn't, like, it was like $7 a month. It's one of the ones that you got to yeah, like, yeah. pay $7 a month. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the $7 a month that I, I was so frustrated with. It was the fact that I couldn't put it on auto pay. So I have to remember oh, the yeah. first of the month to, yeah. like, go log mm-hmm. in, go in there and pay it. Mm-hmm. And I hated that, right? <laughs> And my score dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and another uh, another reason my score, like I can't really get to like the eight hundreds, is because I don't have a lot of, I don't put a lot of loans in my personal name because yeah. I listen to all these people like, yo, you need yeah. everything in your mm-hmm. business name, business mm-hmm. name, business mm-hmm. name. But if you have everything in your business name, yeah, you you're not you don't have those assets in your personal, right? right. So even like let's say someone has a low credit score and they don't have it's because they don't have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just their misinformation. One, mm-hmm. I should have figured out some sort of system where I could pay it. Like that history was crazy. That was, I yeah. should have had, I should have kept, that. kept that. <laughs> but that's my ignorance, right? Yeah. So the reflect, the, the store is a reflection of even my ignorance. Yeah. You know so you're so the, I like you, the fact yeah. that you went and gathered some information. So you're like my target audience mm. because like money mayhem is for people like a you, like a me, like yeah. not like bums. It's for people who like have careers, have businesses, successful, yeah. educated. They've done stuff. They're not like small chips, yeah. but we have these holes in our cheese. Like your knowledge about that scenario, my knowledge about a lot of things until I started to go get the only, my information. So that's why I know I had to do it because I'm gotcha. like, it's other people like me. I know them. Mm-hmm. I see them. You know, Atlanta's a city of the flex. 
I love the flex. I believe you should be lit, lit, lit. I mean, look at me. Like, I love, I think you should be all that, take up all the space. But to me, lit is living in truth. Yeah. If you're not living in truth, then you're not lit. You're just, you're, you're, you're what they say, the kids say poser, you're a poser. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like somebody has to take a stand and say, yo, it was screwed up for me over here. Even though I was looking like that, y'all thought I had it going on, driving the bins. Yeah. I didn't have it together, but here's how you get it together. Yeah, and there's no sure. shame in it for sure. Yeah, what was yeah? What was that song? It was either Boosie or somebody like that, <laughs> where they was saying like, "Don't pay your bills and go go crazy in the in the club." <laughs> what song is that? You know what I'm talking about, huh? Was it "Wipe Me Down"? Ain't no telling. What was? What's the lyrics? <laughs> I didn't tell you it was the most fiscally irresponsible thing ever. Man, um, but you know the, you know the lyrics. Gas tank, tank on E, but all, all drinks, drinks on me. On man, me. man, man. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> man. All right, so after you pull your credit score, what was the next action step? After that, was I talked to, I tapped in with friends who were in the financial services mm-hmm. industry. Uh, it wasn't like, I don't believe in going to people and asking for anything. Mm-hmm. It's like communicating. So I re reinforce my relationships with those people so i was on their radar there on mine and just by being in proximity to things you'll get some of that like i believe in proximity so i started tapping in with them more one of them she actually did my third episode of money mayhem um she works with ey ernest young and so she talked to me about emergency funds because i knew about savings but i knew like 401k savings account ira which to me that was too much of a leap like I couldn't go from where I was to like an IRA. I would put in my 401k with my job, but it just was like, and she said emergency funds, yeah. 30, uh, 20, uh, 50, 30, 20, like yeah. break up your income, make sure, you know, you know, when you look at your numbers, you should be able to spend 30% on a vehicle, this percent on your rent or mortgage. And when I started looking at it like that, I realized I had more money than I knew I had. Yeah. I was just I was just frivolous with it. Yeah. Like I was able to, this one I was really able to start leveling up for real. And it wasn't, it wasn't a temporary level up. I'm like, Oh, okay. I see how this money thing is. You got to yeah. allocate it and make it work for you. But before you do anything, you need to have an emergency fund. Yeah. And that's how I was like, I lost a job in 2020. I didn't have to go look for a job until 20, the end of 2021 because I had that much money saved up. Oh wow! And I, cool. that only took me half a year to do that, to save that much money. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's what's up, man. Well, I, I we we look forward to uh, seeing you at the conference. And what do you want to get from the uh, podcast summit? So here's the thing. I was telling you off on camera, offline, that um you definitely have a voice for folks like me, mm-hmm. and so I felt like I could tap in with you because some of the things you talked about that you were doing as your strategy for this. Some of the same things I have done on the advertising side for corporate partners and like whatever, whatever I thought that was smart. But then it was like, you said something about being around people going the same direction as you. And that had been my, my like prayer for like the last, I want to say nine months. And I've seen so many people just like disappear and I'm like, okay, God, well, where the people at, you know, how are you going to replace these people? (laughs) And so for me, I'm like, my why is, the money I paid is for the community and to be in a room around people who are going the same direction. Uh-huh. All the other stuff, you can get that however you want to get it. For, but for me, it's to be around other people going that direction because, you know, you can't get there alone. 
So I want to be tapped in. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, look, I, I look forward again, man. Go to podcastsummit.com, uh, July 30th and 31st. Uh, you're going to meet some uh, very, very interesting people. And uh, yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah. So let everybody know how they can tap in with you. So I'm on IG, XYZ underscore JD, and, um, or at Money Mayhem Podcast. There it is. There it is, man. I'll Make sure you boy. get your tickets to the podcast summit. Yeah. Yeah. We, we live in a society of world right now where it's, it's like, I'm going to do me. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. What is it about you that makes you want to pay it forward, but not just pay it forward, but like so exponentially like the summit and like the, the things that you're doing for to put other people on. What is it in you that drives that? I think part of it is, uh, it's like, how many people should you help? Like, what's, what do you think the answer is? How many people should you help? As many as possible. How yeah. much money should you make? As much as I can can make. <laughs> you feel me? So, like, would you want to help one person or three people? Three, right? So, if you Absolutely. have the chance to make fi help five, you help five. You have the chance to make 100, yeah. you, you go for the 100. Um, so, one, it's like, it just... It, it, it makes sense because people need help. The second part is it's a, it's a very selfish thing for me because when I help people, it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. So some people help people out of selfishness. Yeah. Like it seems like philanthropic yeah. or um, very altruistic, but it's really, I feel good when I help somebody. But you, know you mean? do like, know that's not normal, right? Say it again. You know that's that's your normal because it's you. But that's why when I sat down, I said you're the goat of this. Like that's so not normal. You don't think that's normal? I know it's not normal. I, I yeah. I mean, you don't feel bad when you help someone else. No, people don't do what you're doing right now. Oh, true. People true. don't do that. Even like the even like me being here mm -hmm. right now. It's like this is so not normal. Yeah. You gotta uh, you know. It's good that you don't recognize that because maybe that's where it keeps you grounded. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's different. I, it's man. more for me than it is for you. Trust me. That's good. You know what I mean? Like, and I, 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 I can be honest with that because if I help you, yeah, I am forever a part of the story of success. Like, whoever helped Oprah, she probably like <laughs> go back to that person all the time. Like, yo, thank you. Yeah, anything you need. Kanye will always have a positive relationship with Dame Dash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No matter what happens with Dame, yeah. no matter how high Kanye goes, mm -hmm. they're connected. Why? Yeah. Dame gave him an opportunity. Yeah. So he's he's good forever. So who knows like what this interview and the webinar and the summit and whatever else we'll do together, yeah. how it can be a part of that journey. If something ever happens and you go on to make multiple millions or a billion dollars, I know. I, listen, I know I helped somebody. <laughs> I won't go homeless. The more people you help Facts. along the way, the better chance you have of not going homeless. Okay. So it's there you kinda, have it, it's folks. selfish <laughs> and philanthropic because people need help. And somebody helped me. Like, I can't. Mm -hmm. I, there are multiple people yeah. helped me. I can't say that I built anything on my own. Yeah. There was always somebody there that assisted in some way. Yeah. So that's it. That's what's up. That's dope. Good question, man. You're going to be a good podcaster. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Y'all right, yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.